2: It is 921. Alzheimer's disease is a brain disorder that slowly destroys memory and thinking skills, eventually the ability to carry out the simplest of tasks. Estimates vary, but experts suggest that more than 6 million Americans, most of them 65 and older, may have dementia caused by Alzheimer's.
0: As X Health Editor Fred Bottomer reported this morning, the FDA has green-lighted a second new Alzheimer's drug.
2: One year after the FDA's controversial accelerated approval of the drug Aduhelm, the FDA is now given fast-track approval for the drug Locanemab, which will be sold under the name Lakembi. Wash WashU neurologist Dr. Joy Snyder at Barnes-Jewish Hospital led the local study of this new drug. And what's exciting about this drug is that it's the first drug in 20 years that has shown uh, benefit on the cognitive decline, and so it actually does help slow down progression of Alzheimer's disease. Side effects include possible brain bleeds. For now, Medicare is holding off on covering the drug, which will wholesale for more than $26,000 a year. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. Joining us in studio now is Dr. Rebecca Edelmeier, Senior Director of Scientific Engagement with the Alzheimer's Association. She's back in St. Louis. It's so good to see you again. It's
1: wonderful to see you, Carol.
2: So let's start with with the story we just played uh, from our health editor. After the controversy last year, some might be a little concerned about the whole process of fast-track approval of these drugs. Talk about your whether it is concern or, or, or understanding about how this happens.
1: Mm-hmm. So accelerated approval of medications by the FDA is something that is a process that's used for other disease areas. It's just new to our field in Alzheimer's disease. And so some of these new drugs, there's two new drugs now that have been approved using that accelerated approval process. And the the process is important because it's meant to help accelerate access to new medications that maybe there's an unmet need, and certainly for serious diseases um, that really need um, urgent, I think, powerful, effective medications to help patients and their families.
0: How How close are we to understanding what causes Alzheimer's?
1: So there's so much research ongoing. I would say it's really an exciting time, more and more. Um, Research today is telling us that Alzheimer's is still a very complex disease. We know that there are some key hallmark changes that occur in the brain. Um, There's something called amyloid beta plaques and tau tangles, and that causes and contributes to some of the nerve cell death that's happening in areas that are so important for our memory, our thinking, our learning. But there's also other contributors to the disease, neuroinflammation, changes in our blood vessels things that make it even more complex to treat. But what we are learning is that being able to treat the disease, being able to diagnose it at its earliest time points is likely to be most beneficial for individuals that are living with the disease. It starts probably 20 years or more before anyone even has symptoms.
2: Mm. And so does neuroinflammation start? And what is that anyway? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Neuroinflammation. So I, you can think of inflammation in the body um, sure. as a whole. But when we think about infl- inflammation pathways, there's changes in different, I would say, chemicals and substances in the brain that can can cause, um, I would say, even swelling or um, the tissues to become reactive in a way. And that's not healthy for cells to be living in that environment. So a lot of times inflammation is important for our bodies. It's it's a way to respond to something that's ongoing and, and, and it's a signal that um, there's not necessarily a good thing happening. So we want inflammation to occur to help with, um, I would say, uh, uh, managing any changes that might be happening in the brain. But it can't become dysfunctional. It can't cause more damage to the tissue. So you have to keep it in check.
0: My grandmother had Alzheimer's. Uh, are more women than men diagnosed? And why is that?
1: That's actually true. So there are more women than men that are living with Alzheimer's disease today. And when we look at some of the prevalence, um, we think that probably 60% of the people that are living with Alzheimer's are actually women. And they're really hit, I think, Um, hard by the disease because a lot of women tend to also be the caregivers. So it's really uh, something that we're still trying to understand why more women are affected by Alzheimer's than men. Um, There's a lot of potential biological reasons, um, but there may also be social reasons why we, um, across our life course, may be exposed uh, at a higher
2: level of risk. And, And because you and I have talked before. Uh, it's been years, and it's so good to see you again. <laughs> it, you know that my mother has uh, dementia and has had for the last four years. This this part of this story makes me mad and sad because I, I, I wonder, knowing that research in general has excluded women because of those pesky hormones mm. that we have, um, is there an urgency, do you see, do you sense, in trying to understand why more women than men?
1: There's absolutely an urgency, and I can tell you the Alzheimer's Association continues to make sure that more research is being done in this space. We we actually just launched a new funding program called the Sex and Gender and Alzheimer's Disease Research Program, so researchers can continue to be funded to study what some of these differences are that may contribute to the increased risk and increased prevalence of Alzheimer's in women. But I think it's really important that we continue to study the disease from all angles. We know that more African Americans and Blacks, Hispanics and Latinos are also disproportionately affected. So studying who's at risk, whether it be the sex, gender um, or race or ethnicity of individuals is going to be really crucial.
0: Yeah, these are clues that you can follow. If you continue to have funding, are you hopeful that a cure can be found someday?
1: I am very hopeful. I think research will absolutely lead the way to really powerful treatments. I think effective risk reduction strategies and
2: really improving care for people all over the world. What can people do now? Is there anything they can do now? They're listening and they're 45 years old. Yeah. I think some of the research is telling us
1: today that there are things that you potentially can be doing to reduce your risk. I think some of the strongest data would suggest that what is going to be good for your heart is going to be good for your brain. Those are things that you you can do, including managing your nutrition, trying to, I would say, be more physically active, keep moving, and and really try to... um, Check in with your clinician on ways that you can improve your overall health. I think it's, it's going to be important for our brains in the future.
2: We could spend another hour oh, or, yeah. or days um, just get, getting into then the, the caregiver aspect of this. And people listening now, because you've convinced me, we've had this conversation personally, that I, I didn't think I was a caregiver because my parents are in a nursing home there. And I'm like, I'm not the one who's bathing and feeding. And the Alzheimer's Association convinced me, no, you are a caregiver. It's affecting you.
1: It is affecting you. And I think it's, it's funny that you bring this up because myself as a researcher for the organization, I'm not a caregiver either. I've actually called our own helpline from my office for help on caregiving for my own family because there are a lot of things that we just don't know about caregiving. And we know that the association can help with a lot of that. We have we are have a helpline that is staffed 24 hours a day. So if people ever have questions, there I really encourage them to reach out to the association. How do they do that? They can do that by calling our 1-800-HELPLINE number. It's 1-800-272-3900. And we have master's level clinicians that can help you through any process problem that you may be having at that moment.
0: Dr. Rebecca Edelmeyer, Senior Director of Scientific Engagement with the Alzheimer's Association. Thank you for being with us in studio on KMOX.